If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Ghana Connect. Tonight, the young Ghanaian verdict on the 2022 budget. So this week we had a bold declaration from the finance minister, a one billion city allocation each year to create one million jobs, support young entrepreneurs to gain access to capital, training and technical skills and mentoring to enable them launch and operate their own businesses. We are connecting tonight young Ghanaians, employed and unemployed entrepreneurs and simple job seekers for a verdict on the budget. An entrepreneurial nation by aggressively implementing programs that empowers the majority of our young people to employ their God-given talents to take risks and become job creators instead of job seekers. In the pursuit of this objective, we will address the challenges our existing and aspiring entrepreneurs face. These challenges include access to credit and finance, regulatory and tax burdens, lack of skills as well as mentorship. So that was the finance minister laying out that ambition to get the young Ghanaian a bit more active, training him, giving him skills so he can create jobs not only for himself but for others. And government says you're devoting one billion uh, CD of the taxpayers' funds for this and in collaboration with the private sector, uh, three, an additional three billion uh, CD to add to that. We are going to be getting the thoughts of young people uh, who are doing businesses themselves, who are looking for jobs, to give us your verdict on what we had this week. We connect. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. After the break. Allianz. Insurance since 1890. At Allianz Life Ghana. We have a wide range of life insurance packages to suit all pockets from individuals, groups, associations, and businesses. We cover your employees, your funerals, pensions, children's education, and your future. Call us on 0302-267-892 or visit our website www.allianz-gh.com for more inquiries. Allianz Life. We secure your future. Wow, wow, wow. Hope you have heard of Rent to Own, now in Ghana. The Flan City Extension Project, Rent to Own Land and House Ownership Scheme by the Ningo Pram Pram District Assembly and its partners, supported by the Ministry of Local Government and Rural Development and the UN Habitat, are right here in Ghana. So be smart, oh, because where you trade and live really matters. Apply now and own a home or a fully serviced land. Wait a minute, oh. Don't forget to join our affiliate housing cooperatives also. Special offers last up to October 31st, 2021. Call us on 055-55-3300 or 0577-911101 and 055-7054635. Website, newaccra.city. Plant City Extension Projects, shaping Ghana's urban future. Live on Ghana Connect, my name is Evans Mensah, and this, of course, is Joy 99.7 FM. So this week, the finance minister announced a juicy package for the youth. One billion CDs each year to create one million jobs, and in partnership with the finance institutions and development partners, raise another two billion CDs. In addition, the finance minister said our local banks have also agreed to a package that will result in increasing their SME portfolio up to five billion over the next three years they called it the you start initiative a vehicle to support young entrepreneurs to gain access to capital training 
technical skills and mentoring to enable them launch and operate their own businesses. Listen to the finance minister, Ken Oforiata. We continue to have a huge number of our young people without jobs. As a speaker, this budget is redefining our development paradigm by focusing on the private sector, particularly on entrepreneurship development. We will build an entrepreneurial nation by aggressively implementing programs that empowers the majority of our young people to employ their God-given talents to take risks and become job creators instead of job seekers. In the pursuit of this objective, we will address the challenges our existing and aspiring entrepreneurs face. These challenges include access to credit and finance, regulatory and tax burdens, lack of skills as well as mentorship. We will do this whilst intensifying our efforts to support the private sector to expand and create jobs. Mr. Speaker, this understanding of the youth employment challenge as well as extensive consultations of stakeholders including youth associations and educational institutions across the country have led to the development of what we call the Youth Start Initiative. In addition, Mr. Speaker, our local banks have agreed to a package that will result in increasing their SME portfolio up to 5 billion Ghana cities over the next three years. So that's a lot of bold talk. Bold talk, you know, designed to win the hearts and minds of the young Ghanaian. And he starts this by laying out the number of young people in the country, overwhelming majority of uh, of this country, uh, almost more than 60% of it are, are young, between ages lower than 18 and between the ages of, what, 20 and 35. And so that's where the population really sits. And he was talking a lot about huge amounts of money. So in the total... What they presented the budget amounts to 10 billion CD that they are putting aside. Apart from the 1 billion that the government itself is setting aside each year, they are also, as he announced, doing a lot of things with private sector banks to also raise the capital for, for the young people. Uh, and so, really, what, what's a verdict for, uh, from, the, from the young people on what they had in the budget? Has that, did they meet the expectations? And how realistic is it? There's, there's a talk and then there's a reality. We're trying to see how we bridge that from hearing from the people who are actually going to be affected by the announcement that was made today. And connected with me in the studio, uh, we have uh, Gail Sametepe. He's a co-founder and senior partner uh, for policy and institutional uh, relations at uh, Ghana for Startups. And uh, indeed, he recently became the first African to be elected uh, onto the board of Brussels Bay's Allied for Startups. Um, I'm grateful, girls, for joining us. Um, and, and indeed, you know, good to have you. You have a lot of experience in this area, so I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what, what your thoughts are on what the finance minister just told us. Um, Adepa Danso, uh, CEO of Nova Advertising Agency. Adepa has recently received uh, funding uh, to support her business through uh, Adepa. I'm told you got funding. Okay, was it after you came to Ghana Connect or before you came to Ghana Connect? <laughs> Which was it? Before you came, okay, you didn't tell me that. You didn't tell you didn't tell me that um, you have uh, you have funding. So I'll come for mm. I'll come for a loan, or I'll yeah. probably write to you for for employment. We'll see what will happen. We'll see what will happen. Uh, let's um, let's get let's get the microphones um, working for them. Uh, also, uh, joining me uh, connecting with us uh, in the studio is Shepard. 
He is one of the few top tech bloggers in Ghana. He also helps businesses acquire customers through search engines and other online channels and runs an online shop on Infidi.com. Is that what they call Infidi.com? Infidie. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Infidie.com. Okay, great. So he's an entrepreneur in the tech space. Um, so I, I'm actually curious to hear your thoughts on the on the e-levy then because yeah. that's something that will would uh, would fall right in your domain. We'll talk about that uh, very shortly. Uh, Serum is a team leader at uh, Quidex uh, Incorporated and uh, a fintech and joins us via Zoom. Hello, Serum. Hello, Serum. Can you hear me? If you can, um, just unmute yourself and say hello. Uh, also uh, connecting uh, via Zoom is uh, Zoila, uh, CEO of uh, Developer an IT auditing company. Uh, she was with us a couple of weeks back. Uh, hello, Zoila. Hello. Okay, let's uh, see if we can unmute yourself so we can hear you uh, both, uh, Zoila and also uh, Serum. Let me start by asking a very simple question. Um, girls, let me start with you first. Sure. Did you listen to the budget? Did you pay attention to it? I paid attention to what matters to us. Okay, I mean, this is the budget, I mean. Did you like... Yes. Be honest with me. I mean, yes. Did I, you, I, and like I said, I, I mean, paid attention to what matters to us in the sense that what we're going to have. Okay, that's when about. you were listening to the budget. Yes. You were listening to, you know, what's, what has what, to what's in it for me. Development, exactly. Okay, so you were like, okay, I'm going to listen, but I'm going to listen for what's in it for me. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> good. Um, let me come to you, Adepa. Did yeah. you listen to the budget? Be honest, uh, if you didn't, fine. Let me no, I, I just listened to the SFs because I realized that... Um, something was trending on Twitter, so I had to pay attention, and then I saw the accept on the You Start Initiative. Oh, you saw the accept on the yeah. So you didn't set out to listen no, to it, okay? No. But I'm curious, though. I'm curious why. I mean, was it that you were too busy, you couldn't be bothered, or because this is, this is like the thing that affects <laughs> for the next one year. Um, this is just out of curiosity, mm. okay? Because maybe if I was not doing this job, I'd probably be like, yeah, I'll just go about <laughs> my job. But what was it that didn't really like you? Were, you knew that budget was going to come, but. Uh, Busy, yes, but another part also is that <laughs> you, you always listen to these lengthy talks and you're always looking for the trickle-down effect and how it's going to Im- impact you directly because whatever decision they take at the end of the day, you can hardly do anything about it anyway. So let me just say it's a little bit of dying interest. Mm. Yeah, That is what I was, I was trying to probe, what, what it was that. So, but we'll come to that. There's something more there to, to, to try and talk about. We'll come to that. Now, let me ask you, too, um, uh, you know, the, the man who knows the IT space better than most, Shepard. Shepard, what about you? Did, you? did you set out to listen? Be honest with me. Yeah, um, I actually wanted to listen, but I didn't come on the time it was supposed to. So I got caught up in some other stuff, and then in the evening I had to catch up. Okay, is, okay, let me ask you this question, be honest again. You do catch up because, okay, that time you didn't know you were going to come on Ghana Connect, right? No, no, no. Okay, no, okay. No, so no. you did it because, what, what made you go back to, to I did it because someone actually sent me a question on WhatsApp uh-huh. asking, oh, this new E-Levy, is it going to affect this? And I was like, what's this about? So I had to go back and okay. <laughs> read everything, see the reason for it and um, how far reaching it is and okay. everything else. So that really piqued my interest into it. Okay, so the E-Levy that's for picture interest. Yeah. So without that question, you probably would have just gone on your life without caring a hoot about the budget. Yeah, I would, I would probably just be concerned about the digitalization part. Mm, that's, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Interesting thought. Uh, Seram, are you with me? Seram is joining us, connecting via Zoom. Hello, Seram. Hello, Seram. 
Saram should be on Zoom. Please unmute for me if you're there. Okay. Saram, I can't hear you. Uh, let me see if I can bring in uh, Zoila. Hello, Zoila. Okay, both of them, I, I can't hear them. Uh, let's make sure they're on and they can hear me and they can talk back so we can also hear them. Let me come to the studio then. Um, so, I just laid out the you the you Start initiative. First of all, let me just get your general thoughts on this. You are into startups. You know, you are the man who celebrated internationally for the work you're doing in that space. What what's your what do you make of it as a young person? You 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 are an entrepreneur, correct? If if yes. Okay. If I wasn't an entrepreneur, I would have been jumping. If I was an entrepreneur and I was I had no interest in innovation policy, I would still maybe still be jumping. But one thing that interest in innovation policy has taught me is that there's a huge gap between our promises um and what states actors set out to do and what actually we feel on the ground. And uh, most of the times when I'm thinking about our ecosystem, I do so from a diverse uh, angle because I compare ours to maybe our neighbors in Nigeria, to colleagues in France and colleagues in Kenya and Rwanda. And when you look at how government in those countries whether voluntarily or involuntarily or directly or indirectly are pushing for the growth of their ecosystem, you tell yourself you can do better in Ghana. So, yes, it's an amazing thing, but at the same time, you ask yourself, um, in the mid-year review budget just a couple of months ago, we also had similar promises regarding empowering the young people, making sure that... In fact, there was this thing they called U-Bank. Exactly. That was very similar. Exactly. And then now that you start... So, so now I have not seen any report on that. I haven't, I don't know if there are any out there. If there are, what is the outcome of the implementation of that? Was it even implemented in the first place? Mm-hmm. Who are the beneficiaries? Who can come out and say A, B, C, and D worked out for me? So when you look at all that, sometimes just like the way I departed, it becomes more like talks. And at the end of the talk, no action. And that's unfortunate. Okay. So let's be clear. You, you, in fact, when it comes to startups, you are in that space. Specifically, wh- wh- which uh, industry are you, are you in? So my focus is on innovation policy. Okay. Right? And, uh, and, you, and you help startups? So um, our focus initially was on training, uh, just like many others, but we are restructuring to focus on research and policy. Because in our ecosystem, that's one of the things that uh, ecosystem support organizations haven't really been paying attention to. So we are looking at uh, that angle more. And like I said earlier, there is our positioning as a country or as a startup nation, as we would say in the, in the ecosystem, could be better. Okay, so what you, what you do in essence is if somebody like Adipa wants to you know, go into startup, you provide them with the, with the research they need? And oh, policies? yes, is that, is we that? do. Okay. Uh, we, we connect them to opportunities. We connect them to uh, knowledge. Uh, we connect them to mentoring opportunities. Um, and most organizations uh, also try to work on the internationalization of the ecosystem. So Ghanaian startups go in and acquire you know, maybe a startup in Nigeria, even though we are still... Is that, is, does that even happen? <laughs> you have an yeah, example of seeing, that? I'll, are, I'll be very excited if there's an example so of a Ghanaian startup M- acquiring... M Pharma is, is expanding currently, I'm sure, in the Eastern Africa. So I know they did some... M Pharma is who, by the way? Is it uh, Gregory Roxton. Okay. 
so it's, it's a Ghanaian. It's a Ghanaian. Okay. And they, they, they are actually going to acquire somebody else in, uh, in the continent. So uh, I will not. I will call it more expansion than acquisition okay. because they are, you know. Uh, but what we are seeing more often is the other way around. Okay. Startups uh, it, elsewhere coming to Ghana too. Exactly. So the latest uh, news in the ecosystem is the acquisition of Starbucks by uh, um, what was then called Plenty Waka, but now the rebranding has uh, led them to be called Trips, which is a Nigerian um, mobility um, uh, firm. So it's... Okay. Interesting. So, so for you, um, with all the background you have, you say you listen to the youth start and it doesn't excite you? It doesn't okay. because of the track record of mm-hmm. government. It, you see, the concern is not about how juicy the promise is. Mm. The concern is about will it be implemented? Will we see results? And um, some time ago, in a conversation with some colleagues in the ecosystem, we were talking about um, the 2016 um, manifesto of the MPP. And at the end of the conversation, we all agreed that if the MPP had implemented every single thing they promised in the 2016 manifesto, I don't think we would have needed a 2020 manifesto. Okay. Interesting. Postal from Adipa, so what's your reaction to that part of the budget that targeted yourself an entrepreneur well i like i said before i already have like a dying interest in um these kinds of budgets because at the end of the day it's so many initiatives and we never finish the ones we start so i've been asking myself the national innovation and in, um, the national entrepreneurship and innovation program which government started some time ago where they were given funds to entrepreneurs to start a business, why don't we, why don't we continue with that one? Make it better, expand the opportunities. Why do we have to start another initiative? So it's always a fancy initiative with a fancy name, but you never see the trickle down effect, or you never feel the impact of these initiatives. And you read in there that there are tax incentives, but they forget that the taxes outside, for example, my business, if I'm a startup and I'm not paying taxes, let's say in my first year or in my first two years. Um, There are other things that are being taxed that would definitely directly impact my business. I have to buy data because I'm managing social media accounts of clients. Um, You have utility bills to pay, rent. All of these things are things that you can't totally isolate. So it's, it's okay to throw in the youth faces that we are working there's money for this, there's money for that. You ask a good question. They said there's a youth bank. Where is the youth bank? We don't see these things. And all the time, there's always a fancy name and some long speech, and you never see the impact. If if there's impact, well, then we are not really seeing it, or they are not marketing it properly. Shepard? Yeah, so when it comes to the Youth Start Initiative, I think the idea behind it, what we heard from the finance minister, is really good. It, it sounds good, okay? But then, like everyone else has said, we, we don't even have a lot of information on this. Um, uh, some amounts of money have been stated to start the project. We don't know who qualifies. And it, it, it seems like it's more of a manifesto okay just another manifesto promise and then we are going to look for a way to implement it meanwhile for people who are back 
home, people who are not having jobs right now. It's a reality that there is no job and there is no money, and something needs to be done as soon as possible to get um, to get them to work right. So if we say we are giving them the skills, and there have been past programs that have aimed at giving them these skills, but then the problem still persists. Is it really about bringing out new programs from government, or is it about going back to look at the old programs, seeing what went wrong, making them better? Because every new program would also come with new infrastructure and new challenges. So can we not go back and solve the problems that way with the older ones and then make them better, rather than maybe pushing up something new and being happy with a new name and making um, a lot of noise about it. When uh, of- um, uh, breakdown that the finance minister gave on this, I want to just share it and see if that makes a difference. So he says that uh, the you start will provide our youth with the following. One, training, skills development, entrepreneurial support, and business advisory services. Funding, access to competitive credit and starter packs. And then there's enterprise promotion, mentoring and access to markets, including portals to facilitate digital uh, digital linkages between youth-led enterprises and other businesses and relevant government agencies. Now, it also goes to talk about um, the youth that will support youth-led enterprises with the following products. So, district-level loans. Hello, Evans. Yes, I can hear you. Um, I can hear you. I'll, I'll come to you shortly. It says it talks about district level loans under 10,000 CDs after two to three months of training. So they train you for two to three months and they give you 10,000 CDs. That is at a district level loan. These are loans you pay back. Then there are soft loans of up to 50,000 CDs to help startups, in particular by young graduates and school leavers and small businesses to expand. And then there is starter parks. This is soft loans tied to equipment acquisition of up to 50,000 CDs for individuals and 100,000 for associations and groups. And then there's a standardized loan package of between 100,000 CDs to 400,000 at concessional rates for SMEs through financial institutions. So that is the breakdown. I mean, let me yeah. put you on this. I'll come, I'll come back to you for, sure. for what your thoughts on that. Let me go back, let me go back onto Zoom um, and talk to our connectors there. Um, Zoila, do I have you? Okay, uh, let's, let's bring in um, uh, Siram. Hello, Siram. Hello, Siram. Yes, hi, hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Siram. So quickly, Siram, okay, what's, your, what, what's your own take on, on the you start? Yourself, yourself, uh, oh. you are you are a team lead at Critex, uh, a fintech, yeah. and so give me give me your own yeah. from that background. Share your thoughts on that for me. Yeah, so um, to be honest, I was a bit surprised uh, because about two weeks ago I was on another panel just like this, and my take was that I wasn't expecting anything from the government. To my surprise, there's this package that the government wants to do is a billion CDs. I think it's it's a good start, even though. Um, it has a few things, like there, there are a few things that I wish we could really look out for. But generally, it's, 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 a, it's a good initiative. I mean, um, just just the idea. But of course, one of the panelists mentioned that is the implementation that counts and the execution that counts. And so let's let's look forward to see how that actually works. Okay, uh, Adepa. So you had a breakdown. Yeah. Um, you say you, you. I'm told you got funding, right? Yeah. Funding from where? Bank? No, it's a uh, Tony Elumelu Foundation. 
He's actually the president of UBA. Okay. Yeah, so every year he, he does is that he rolls out an entrepreneurship program in Africa. And you go through um, an application process when you're selected. It takes about 12 weeks of training. And you go through coaching, mentorship, and how to put together your business summary, and a whole lot of things before you pitch. And then when you're selected, you're given funding to start your business. And it's non-refundable. And yeah, that's so. This is like a, a grant. They just give it to you, and you use it for something. Uh, yeah. You're not supposed to pay back. It's only no, a loan. But then what they do is that the networking helps to put you in groups where there's still a checkup on you. So when you are done with the class or with the mentorship or training program, you're introduced to a new network where you have access to um, other alumni who have benefited from the program. So there's still that connect mm-hmm. afterwards, yeah. So, so I read the details. Mm-hmm. Did anything strike you? Because it sounds like pretty similar to what you went <laughs> through with the... I, I don't have a problem with the idea because it's it's a brilliant one i mean it, it shows that we have people in government that know what they are about but the question is that why are we starting so many initiatives when we have not completed the others the neip program can still absorb this particular idea the 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 only thing is that whatever you want to do when you start do it with the neip you don't have to create a whole new initiative, like he said. It comes with challenges and its own structures and all of that. So for me, I think that we just have to get rid of the the excitement we have with coming up with new names, new projects, when we have not even exhausted the ones that we have. It's the same thing that we do in Ghana with our infrastructure, where we start something and then we don't complete it, and then we are excited about another project. And that lack of continuity will definitely affect us, even mm. if we don't see it now. It's always going to affect us because we have to raise funds to do a new thing when we can expand and work on the ones that we already have. For me, I think Ustats is just a duplication of the NEIP program. So they, they should just carry the initiative so, and so, expand. So, so also in the budget, the mm-hmm. finance minister explained that the, the Ghana Enterprise Agency, that's a GEA, the National Entrepreneur Innovation Program, which is, I guess, is what you mentioned, and the partner financial institutions will serve as the implementing arms of Ustart. Does that does that address your concern? Well, it, it does. Yeah, just, girls, for yeah? me, it does for me. I was actually getting to that that mm-hmm. you know the implementing agencies mm-hmm. are already functioning, mm-hmm. and throughout the COVID uh, period, when we are at the height of it. Uh, the work that the NBSSI now, GEA, uh, did was amazing with the focus on SMEs. But another thing that I think we need to get clear in, in Ghana is the SMEs are not startups. Startups are tech-enabled enterprises. SMEs are just small and medium enterprises, right? So we cannot put all of them in the same box because uh, anything that has to do with digital will affect a startup more than it will affect a normal SME, mm. typically. Because we are buying data, because we are dealing with people's um, privacy. Mm. Adipa mentions data yeah. as one of the key things you that know, she's so used to do. The dynamics have to be different. You cannot put all of them in the same box. So when you are actually even drafting policies, you draft policies based on the identity or the segmentation that you have done of your enterprise ecosystem. So when you are thinking about um, taxing mobile money, for example, of mm-hmm. course, it's going to affect everybody. But in the long run, beyond the transaction being even taxed, 
the fact that a tech-enabled startup or enterprise needs to fix in the API of the mobile money into their system so that they can use it as a payment platform because they cannot necessarily create a new one altogether. That's going to be extra cost for them because it's more expensive now to be using the, the mobile money. So the dynamics are many, and sometimes I feel government want to do good, which is obviously what every government wants to do, but we do not pay attention to the little things that affect people in the long run. Mm. So I think, um, you know, um, we are actually looking forward to see how the implementation is going to go. Uh, Ghana Tech Lab is doing an amazing work. Um, but just like many other uh, government agencies that operate in our ecosystem, the bulk of their funding is private. Mm. If it's not coming from MasterCard Foundation, it's coming from the World Bank. Mm. But how much of that? And you can see that's even why some of them are still sustainable. Because the ones that government is fully funding... Where are they? Okay, mm. so so that's an interesting point. I mean, Saram, you you work with Quidex. Uh, Will you be attempting to apply for this um, one billion that the government is talking about for your for your for your business? No, no, no. Um, I, I I wouldn't do that. The monies are so small. Looking at the breakdown, ten thousand CDs, fifty thousand CDs, a hundred thousand to four hundred thousand. You see, girls will know. Girls on the panel will know that if you want to build a, a proper sustainable startup, you need more than this, okay? Exactly. And there's this exactly. illusion that you could start with as little as you want. See, I'm a living testimony to that because when I started, I got $10,000. Now, $10,000 sounds like a lot of money. I mean, you started with $10,000. Within a year. Sarah, yes, you started $10, with $10,000, okay. I got, yes. How long ago was this? Yes, $10,000. So this was in 2018. Okay, 2018, $10,000. All right. And, and with that $10,000, I had a runway of just one year. And even with that, I really had to squeeze myself and the team to make sure that we become revenue positive in the very short period. Okay. And so that's what happened. And, the, and one of the major learnings I've realized is you need money to, to to run businesses. You need money, proper money, not 10,000 yeah. 10, CDs. I mean, my, my entity has has, has financed over 100 agribusinesses to a tune of close to $1 million. And this 10,000 CD thing, we give it to the people that have like very, very, very small firms. You get it. So if they're serious about it, I think they should relook re at their, their calibration. Okay. And, and, and give proper money, but I mean, Quidex wouldn't be applying for, 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 for this. I mean, if it stays like this, no, no, no. We would rather speak to proper venture capitalists, proper institutional investors, and get a, a, a much better deal. Okay, so yeah, that's my that's my Shepard. That. Yeah, so I I agree very very much with what Seram has said and what Gills has also said. So. And it goes back to how the government is de defining the beneficiaries. Are they startups or SMEs? Because SMEs are like, if, if I'm selling clothes that I'm buying, if I'm retailing and I'm selling on Instagram, that's fine, right? 10,000 CDs is something. But if you're running a tech, um, a tech startup, a tech startup, then you know 10,000 CDs is very small and minute. It, it's it can't do much in a tech startup. So government, and I know this government is 
looking very much at digitalization. So I'm I'm thinking that when they are saying startups, they are probably looking at how they can get more tech-enabled startups. And the monies that they are talking about is very small for tech startups. On the other hand, for SMEs, this might be good. Okay, this might be good. Ten thousand, fifty thousand for SMEs, very good, right? But so, so in fact, for the SMEs. Uh, through financial institutions, a standardized loan package of between 100 and 400 for SMEs uh, at concessional rates. And then um, uh, starter packs, soft loans tied to equipment acquisition up to 50,000 CDs for individuals and then 100,000 for associations and groups. And then soft loans of up to 50,000 to help startups. And I guess that's why you guys are talking about the yeah. startups, 50,000 CDs, uh, in particular by, uh, by young graduates and, and school leavers and small businesses to expand, to expand. So you, you must have already Stop started it. something and then you want to expand. Yeah. Um, for those who are, want to start, that's the district level loans. That is under 10,000 CDs <laughs> after two to three months of training. Um, <laughs> so sometimes when startups are, are being bought out, Right, if they have been acquired, and we hear figures like 18 million, people feel it's a lot of money. Operations in a growing startup, maybe probably you've raised Series A already. You are talking about the tens of thousands of dollars, operations alone. Mm. And whilst you are growing, you need to bring new tech talents, and they are more and more expensive. When someone is trained at Cambridge, he has maybe his master's in computer science or in AI. You cannot be paying him 5,000 cities. But that's the guy you need because he knows how to run the system for you. That will be European standards. So the dynamics are many. But I'm happy that there is a focus on education. So recently, one of the things that we are, we are seeing happening is that even public universities are structuring themselves to come up with entrepreneurial-focused programs. So... The University of Ghana launched its own a couple of months ago. UPSO also did the same. So, and we are seeing the collaboration between industry and academia at that level, which is very good because even the training at the university level has to change. We cannot be churning out future professors. Someone was uh, joking on Twitter a couple of hours ago that when Davido asked for the money, did they see any professor sending him money? <laughs> Just to say, they don't, they don't make it that much. Mm. So we need to create or we need to train people who will come out, build businesses that can challenge Facebook. If not, what we will keep seeing is that... Like in Ghana here. <laughs> Hopefully. It's possible. Okay. It's possible. So that's why you're saying that these amounts... Let me, let me ask that. Adipa, you've already started, okay? Yeah. So um, would, you be, would you be applying to expand... I'd probably go for more international funding for my business. And just to say, um, or to add up to what he was saying, when I started, I thought 20,000 CDs was like a huge sum of money until that budget was just for photo shoots. You're kidding me. I'm telling you. And you break it down 
And what you would even get from that budget is nothing because it's all operations. The data you use to manage the client's accounts, the rentals of equipment is crazy. And so for most people, they think that, oh, for a business, if you get 2,000 CDs or 5,000 CDs, it's, it's good money. That's but interesting. You know what I'm thinking? You know the buying and selling mentality, the trade that more color mentality, you know, <laughs> you can start with some 5,000 CDs. Yeah, it doesn't you know, work like okay. that. I, I'm so getting, but so, sorry, I want to hear Adipa land, then I'll come back to you. So, um, for me, I, I think that, like they said, there has to be more research in, into who needs what. Because if, if you don't do the need analysis and you just throw the opportunities out there, it will just find those who are not supposed to be found. And I think another thing also is that we have realized that the economy we are approaching or we are in is a skilled one. If you don't have skills, you can't survive. And so there has to be a reevaluation of our GES system, not just in the tertiary institutions, but making it more attractive, even at the lower levels, because everybody wants to get a degree. And you realize degrees don't pay, right? Right after service, you're looking for a job and like... 10,000 people are applying for the same job you're applying for. So, for me, if government wants to solve a problem now, they should not neglect the origin of the, of the problem. They should go back, even as they are providing intermittent solutions right now, they should go back to the to the origins and then solve our education problem, make it relevant to the economy we are approaching. Because, really, certain things you're learning in school, I always tell um, people that ask me certain questions about my business that there are so many things I have to learn. It's like street sense or business street sense that you have to learn. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not what you learned in school. There's nothing you learn. You learned in school that's applicable now because there's so many things you now have to relearn and even unlearn. So they have to make our education system relevant and attractive, mm-hmm. even as they are given. Let, let me get an idea. So, um, for your business, mm-hmm. if you want to expand, you want to grow, and uh, do you employ anybody now? Well, we are just. Three. Three, okay. Yeah. But three is not just, though. Three is a lot. <laughs> three is a lot. Three, let me just say, three is it's a lot. not like formal employment. It's like we're being hopeful. Cause yeah, as and when, as and when. I'm not, I'm not put on salary right now because uh. my business can't afford to pay me at the moment. Okay. You get it. So some sacrifices you have to make because... Mm. Very soon, you can't always be having meetings at Vida Cafe or at the mall. You have to get an office. So what you're saying is you need an injection of some capital so you can move to the next level. Yes. The question I was going to ask you is that, I mean, also now that we know what the government um, plan is, Mm -hmm. how much would you need to move to the next level? (laughs) Between a hundred yes. to uh-huh. two hundred thousand Ghana CDs right now. Between a hundred, mm-hmm. but, that's, but that's not what they're providing here. Oh, but because <laughs> because like, like, yeah, here's the thing, right? They said <laughs> it was, it was, so, 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 just a second. So, hundred and two hundred thousand CDs, you said, right? So, you have here a standardized loan package of between hundred and four hundred at concessional rates for SMEs through financial institutions. So that's it right there. Yeah, that's it right uh, so, there. So, 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 sorry, no, like, okay. answer that and I'll come to Shepard. Okay, so that's it right there. We're in this country when we saw that even the processes to gain scholarship that is accessible, right? For me, it's just the, the means to get even that funding. So, that you, don't, don't so, so, what trust, you, so you don't trust? Oh, no, because we've seen it before. I don't know if okay. I'm just, the apathy is growing because of government. So you feel that you... you 
if you apply for it, you won't get it. Is that what it is? Or I, I'm trying to, <laughs> or, is it, or you don't trust that the money is there, or you don't. In, what is it? I just don't have trust in, in the system. system. Um, Shepard, yeah. When yeah, I ask that question, humans, yeah. let's um, analyze this. Okay, so we don't know how many people are going to get hundred thousand to two hundred thousand. Okay, mm. but let's say we want to get a lot more people in business. So um, a quick focus into SMEs, not startups, but maybe small businesses um, that the SBSSI and OGE has been working with for some time. Okay, so let's say you're giving them for them it's less than ten thousand. Okay. And it's even a loan, so they would pay some form of interest on it. So you're giving them 10,000 CDs. Most of these people do e-commerce. And now you're taxing um, mobile money, right? Mm -hmm. So for every money that they earn or they're receiving or they're transacting with, they are going to pay um, 1.7%. 1.7 yeah 1.1 1, 1, 1, 1. 1.75% 1. 1.75 exactly they are going to pay 1.75% right some of these people buy from overseas and we we find the dollar rate um skyrocketing yeah, yeah, of course, of course. every every now and then so you have dollar rates hitting against you now um the few the mobile money ventures that I used to get people to pay is also being taxed um, heavily. 1.75 is actually very heavy on each transaction, especially when there is no cap on it. So these businesses are going to take these loans. That's what I foresee. They are going to take these loans. They will try and try and try and at the end they will use it to feed themselves instead of doing business with Putting it. Putting the business. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. I see. I see. And, and this is for the small money. So imagine the huge money with startups who are buying things like service online, paying in dollars every day. Um, that's... I mean... I think... I mm-hmm. think we should look more at making the environment very enabling for businesses rather than um, making it difficult for us to run businesses and then giving us money to use. L- to let me ask, will you be applying? No, I, I don't have plans of applying. <laughs> Why? Right Why? Um, I, I actually don't know the details to apply. I need to know how much I stand to get. The, but, but I've just the, told you. I've yeah, just... you've given me the figures, but I don't know the interest on the loans, Evans. I don't know how... It's a concessionary rate, so yeah, it can so be like lower than what, what is what is everybody else will be getting. Yeah, but if it's lower than an inflation is <laughs> then even okay. if I should take the loan... And within one year, the loan has devalued so much, but I'll still be paying off. But it's better than nothing, right? I mean, so what would you do instead? If not this, what else? So if not taking this money, I would, like, at the past said, I'll look for other international investors that won't make it a loan for my and it will come in US dollars. So when I change... Ah. (laughs) On that note, let me go back to Seram. Seram, so Seram, you're with me, right? Hello, Seram. Seram. Oh, a tragedy. Uh, let's see if we can get Seram back because he got the dollars at the start. I want to quite find out where did he get the funding from um, and, and and how much of a difference did that make for him? Yes, um, uh, so, uh, girls. Evans, let me just uh, bring uh, forth a scenario. Most of the international investors that come, they come for equity, mm-hmm. right? Or if you are lucky, you meet an angel investor. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, just like Tony, that will give you a grant. But this is a loan. And to be frank with you, startups don't like loans. Startups are not SMEs. Mm. Startups don't like loans. That's why they will prefer giving out 1%, 2%, 10% of their equity in exchange of cash 
so that they can run operations, recruit new talent, set up uh, 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 offices, or expand to other markets that are promising than going for a loan in a bank like in Ghana. So government needs to understand who they are dealing with. They are not, this, these are not the ladies... Uh, I'm not downplaying our ladies, um, our mothers are Makola, but these are not our mothers in Makola. When you are saying startups, these are people who think totally differently. So you have to address them the way they think. Mm. All right? I am happy that um, government is trying to do this. It, it just like at the past, it shows that people in there are understanding that the world is changing. There is this uh, interesting story about Tesla and the Obama administration. So the Obama administration actually gave money to Tesla to expand. But the bargain was quite a funny one because they were supposed to pay if they had run at a loss. If they had succeeded, they didn't, know, they didn't need to pay. And they succeeded. So they didn't need to pay back the government. So that's an incentive to make sure you succeed. Uh, exactly. Because so if you fail, you pay. That's these are very the kind of things that we need to have government thinking about. How we but that, but that's a very that's a very very interesting way of looking have, at it. So 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 Shepard yeah. talks about how people will take their money, and then probably spend it on themselves. Yeah. And but if they know because if you spend it alone, they'll chase you, right? Yeah. But if they know if you take the money and you succeed at it, keep it and you keep all the profit. But if you fail, you pay back. That will like that's the thing that will push him to sort of so succeed. There is there is a need for us to rethink. But my government can't afford, you know. That government can't afford, you know, can afford to just give that you money. See, you see, you know, and we, government we can't afford because we need to do um, a one fit all approach. Okay, so you look at you know specific industry based or sector based when you see uh, uh, growth, right? So right now the entire conversation in the ecosystem is about um, probably um, renewables. When it comes to energy, it's about um, uh, fintech, and you know, Quides is one of the startups that I have the opportunity to mentor as part of the MES program. And it is quite interesting that when you interact, so I have the hard opportunity to mentor start Ghana Tech Lab, MES, UNICEF Lab. When you interact with our startups in Ghana, and you see how they are thinking, their product to market fit approach. The, their solution to problems approach, we are not far from the, U, the the startups in the U.S. So what is the difference? What's the difference from the way... The support. The support, okay. The structure, right? How, it is still, up till now, it's still very difficult for you to register a business in one day in Ghana. Rwanda, just at the other side of town, you can be in China, register your business in Rwanda without setting foot in Rwanda. Is it possible to do the same thing in Ghana? No. Mm. I mean, at the past, so... Um, there's a part of this that you, you say you spent almost well the twenty thousand a lot of it went into just photo shoot yes. right so you need equipment <laughs> because you're hiring equipment yes. so listen to this part of the thing that the fundamental analysis said soft loans of up to fifty thousand mm. right to help startups in particular young uh, no 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 not not that one uh, startup packs uh, soft loans tied to equipment acquisition okay <laughs> of up to fifty thousand for individuals mm. that's does that convince you to? to? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a good initiative. Like I said, it's, it's just it's the a, lack of faith in I it. I don't have faith in it okay. actually, because, and and like he was saying, there's just 
what what is the structure to qualifying for these things, yeah. right? Because we've seen so many times how they say there's funding for this, there's scholarship for that, there's this for that, but the structure in qualifying or in applying for these things is is so tedious. You get fed up. And okay. time is time is going, and you have to pay your employees, you have to pay utility yeah. bills. All of these things are happening. So, the best you can do is to strategic partnerships. Let, let me ask you on that question. So, I, I hear all of you say, um, in essence, the way government will run this might become might make it even more frustrating. And because of that, because of that frustration, you are actually willing to just let it go, just forget about it, and go and look at it elsewhere. Does the fact that the Ghana Enterprises Agency, the NYNEIP, and the uh, partner financial institutions are the implementers. Mm. Um, does that give any confidence at all? Does that change anything? I think, I, I think, yeah, there is a bit of confidence there. For example, um, the GEA, I think it was last year that they were NBSSI, right? And they, they really did a lot to support um, a lot of businesses, right? There is um, a lot of, there is a lot of fit for me in them, right? But again, the, it, it, it comes down to those that we are targeting, how segmented are they? Because let's, did, did we speak to these people before bringing all these things mm. like did we speak to the un- unemployed, no, unemployed. Yeah, okay did we speak to the startups to find out exactly what, what they need what they need because startups needs you might sit somewhere and think it's this and that but it could be very simple things um that that um you, you can let, let, let me let government. me ask you all of you agree that you rather probably chase um you know uh, chase your hedge your bet around getting somebody foreign to give you some significant amount of what is it about that that attracts you so much and how easy it is to get isn't it the long shot for a young Ghanaian at the path to actually hope and actually get that sort of funding the structure right there's there's a clear criteria for you to follow for example with the grant that I got the structure was clear. It was so standardized that no, you, you just couldn't get lost hmm. in all of that. You, it was clear that there's accountability and you already knew that you had to go through classes. But this is, an, that, this is an classes. African, this is a Nigerian yes, thing. Yes, exactly. So it's, it's really, I, I don't know if it's... But also because it's, a, also because it's the private sector that was doing, that's but why it was also, because he also has partners he's accountable to and there was... There was some form of um, deliberate attempt to even cater for minorities, like making sure that I think this year about 68 percent, I'm not really sure, but it's in the 60s, 68 percent of the people that received the grants were women. And so depending on the partnerships, the need analysis was done to still cater for the minorities, even in the, the bigger problems. W- that, would you trust, uh, any of you, would you trust the Ghanaian financial sector, so say the banks, etc., to lead this, if they were leading this? And government has said that they also, they are in talks with the financial institutions who also give, I think, three, three billion uh, uh, CDs to this. If they were leading this, would you be comfortable doing this with them? Let me, let me hear what others are saying on social media. I'll come to that to wrap up uh, with you in the studio. <laughs> Uh, yes, quick. What are people sharing in that song? No, All right, Evans. Some are thinking that this package that government is going to give out is something they're going to give out to party members. 
It was his party members who considered first before other people with regard this with regard to this amount of money. It says Ben from Doklam. It says it's a good idea for the government to support our young entrepreneurs in Ghana in order to create more jobs for the unemployed youth. I'll be grateful if the policy comes to reality and we pray that it's not just something they are saying. A number of them also from Facebook also coming in. This one says, Evans, I'm sure they must go further and consult further with youth who are already in entrepreneurship. This one says, um, I just hope this is not a scam that will be allocated for party faithfuls only. And then Francis Owusu says, Yao Shepherd, Yamote, great point. Let it work and find solutions to the challenges that will emerge later on. So these are some of the messages coming from our WhatsApp as well as our Facebook console. Okay, so let's end with that. I mean, should government just simply hand this over to the private sector to, to run? And if that happens, would you all feel comfortable uh, working with them? Very briefly, uh, uh, Shepard? Um, I, I think um, whoever government gives it to... Um, the, the implementing partners, these ones have good track records. Right? Okay, so the, the existing should, ones, yeah. you trust them? Yeah, but if they... they but you say you still won't go. Yeah, <laughs> they should change it from a loan to an equity for startups. That way, we know that, okay, if you don't support us and we feel your money is burning, but wow. if you give us an enabling environment, we'll start... Are you saying government should take up that equity? Oh, there, um, there, there can be various ways. Like, looking at it, very interesting. But okay, I mean, yeah, yes, deals. just very briefly from there, um, there, there could be a way to structure things in such a way that government takes it without taking it. Which is that there is a parastate organization that will come into the picture. Okay, maybe GEA could be empowered uh, to to take on that and have an investment arm hmm. as a state. We need to start looking into that aspect of our economy. How can we, you know, empower organizations like GA and NEIP? Because the number of ideas and brilliant products that startups are creating in this country, and are the price an example there, exactly, right? Pitch exactly. Pitched to a pitch to a foreigner, and the foreigner found the need to give him that. So it's it's the evidence is there. Right, it's there for everybody to see. Adipa, yeah, would you, would you, was that help you? Would that make it more comfortable? I think uh, a collaboration or a partnership would be best, and there should be accountability and transparency throughout. Because even if people are thinking it's going to go to party. party members, right? And it's not surprising. So for me, I don't think Ghanaians doubt the idea or the intention. It's just. Will it benefit? Will it trickle down? Because all the time, we hear the money, we hear the ideas, we don't feel it in the in the country. So for me, as long as there's a collaboration, there's transparency, there's accountability, which we are always hammering on, I think it may work. Okay. And hopefully I may apply. Hopefully. Okay, I hear that. I mean, so from the beginning to the end, you've made it whole 360. Exactly. Okay, well, that's an interesting point. I hope government has listened and they've taken some thoughts on yeah. how to make this work. I'm grateful, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, thanks for connecting. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.